Hello and welcome back to the Back to Source podcast. I am your host Adriana, but you can call me Adri. And this is a podcast where I talk about my journey towards becoming a yogini and discussing just all my spiritual experiences and all the things I'm learning on this path. So, before we get started, Uh, Please remember to subscribe to the podcast and also if you wish you can subscribe to my blog It is backtosource.blog and a link to all my other social media uh, is also on my blog All right, so Lucky you guys you get two episodes this week because I wasn't expecting my last episode to be so long so this is a continuing a continuation of the previous episode um, on non-detachment and today we are continuing our discussion on non-attachment but this time we will be talking about non-attachment in regards to our relationships so um before i get into it i just want to say if you missed that episode uh, the previous episode, I recommend that you watch that before, not watch, <laughs> I recommend that you listen to that before you listen to this one, because I do talk about, um, in that episode, I do talk about what non-attachment is, and, um, in different ways that we attach to different things in our lives and and also how to practice non-attachment in regards to those other issues that I discussed. So yeah, definitely go ahead and listen to that episode first, especially if you don't know what non-attachment is before listening to this one. All right, so getting straight back into it. Um, relationships. Relationships are also something that we tend to attach to really tightly in our lives. And there's so many different labels that we have for our relationships. We have family, we have friends, we have lovers, we have even just like different spiritual labels like and even within all all of these labels, we have even more, you know, like within family, we're like, this is my mother, this is my brother, this is my cousin. And, and then even with friends, we have like, oh, the, they're just an acquaintance or, um, or this is my best friend. And even for lovers, you know, like will say oh this is my first love or this is just my boyfriend or this is my husband or some people they're like oh this is my main person and then this is my side person and all that weird stuff um and just to get into the spiritual labels a little bit of relationships like within within new age spiritual concepts there's this idea of excuse me there's this idea of karmic relationships and soulmate relationships and twin flames and I don't believe in any of that stuff anymore um 
and I'm not gonna get too much into it just because honestly that could be a whole episode of its in and of itself and I don't want to keep you guys for a whole hour like I did last time (laughs) so I'm gonna try to keep this episode brief or at least not as long as the last one (laughs) but yeah anyways um I will get into kind of how my views and how I in a way learn to practice non-attachment within my relationships so I used to believe in the concept of twin flames and just to give you like a quick rundown of it it's pretty much just believing that there's this person who's the other half of your soul and like you guys are supposed to have this really highly conscious highly spiritual relationship and your love is supposed to be a symbol of divine love and all that like corny stuff and um and honestly like this topic can get toxic really fast um like there's also this dynamic within the whole twin flame concept of oh this person in the relationship is the runner and this person in the relationship is the chaser and um basically the runner in the relationship is the person who is always avoiding you and the person who is always causing problems in their relationship and like they treat you badly but it's like the person who's the chaser they're just supposed to tolerate it because that's the other half of your soul and you guys are supposed to learn from each other and grow for each other and all of this toxicity is just supposed to help you guys elevate into new spiritual enlightenment and once you guys finally get over all of that stupid stuff then you guys will be this beautiful wonderful example of a sacred partnership and you'll help raise the vibration of the earth and (laughs) and honestly looking back on it like I really feel like this is a really narcissistic way to think of the world and to think of relationships and stuff but I used to believe it and um luckily this phase of my life wasn't long because there's some people who have believed in twin flames and were stuck in it for years and some people even decades but because I had these really unhealthy beliefs about this way of labeling a relationship I really went through some struggles in my love life and it was like I tolerated well first of all (laughs) I was really inconsistent with it because I like okay I would tolerate disrespect and mistreatment and sometimes even abusive behavior from men because I was like oh this guy's my twin flame and you know like this is just something that we have to go through and da 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 
And then whenever one thing didn't work out with that guy, I was like, oh, wait, you know what? I don't think that he was my twin flame. I think this other guy that I've been talking to might be my twin flame. (laughs) And then I would go through the same thing. And, um, you know, I'd like eventually I just went through this. I kept going through a cycle of toxicity with different men and eventually I just reached my breaking point and I was like you know what all this sucks I I'm over it like I don't even want to look at a man or think about a man ever again (laughs) and I and I was just really tired of this whole concept of twin flames because it was like you know if this is supposed to be a symbol of divine love and we're supposed to be you know like we're supposed to be just this symbol of love and we're supposed to be helping people and and all this stuff and it's like why does it feel so terrible you know like if this is what love is supposed to be then I don't really want it you know and I was like let me just be single and I am gonna just grow up and adopt a kid and we're gonna go live in a cottage in the forest with like 10 cats and me and my kid are just gonna be happy just the two (laughs) but then you know I actually ended up meeting someone else and um like before I get into it like this relationship was actually really short it didn't it didn't last very long at all but it had a very profound effect on me and even though this relationship came with its own issues and it was really short-lived overall I had a positive experience from it and I really learned a lot of life lessons from this relationship and from this person um but yeah I met this after all of that mess I met another guy and we I I mean it was kind of like an instant connection and it was it was just nice and to this day I still think that he's a nice person but he's just he's not for me but I remember when I first met him even though I had even though I was against the idea of twin flames at that point in the back of my mind I still had thoughts in my head like oh what if he's my twin flame or what if he's like my soulmate or something and and that was in the back of my mind um in in the beginning of the relationship and but then you know I tried to just keep it in the back of my mind and not put so much weight into it like I did before and in that relationship I think that was the first time I had ever genuinely fallen in love with someone and I also think that was the first time that someone had also genuinely fallen in love with me and I just remember being really happy and just feeling just feeling like I could be myself with this person and and 
yeah, like overall, it was just a good time. And now, like I said, there was issues in the relationship. And, you know, in the end, we turned out not to be right for each other. But it was overall, I still look back on that relationship with positive thoughts with positive memories and that revelation this experience that I had with this person I found myself not caring if we were twin flames or not because I was like well I'm having a really good time with this person like I actually feel loved for once and I actually feel like I love someone else for once and you know I actually felt like you know I loved the person who was in front of me rather than falling in love with this idea of what I had in my head of what a relationship is supposed to be and I felt like I genuinely enjoyed this person and their company and and we had like a genuine connection with each other and it wasn't just two people who have all these preconceived notions about how a relationship is supposed to be or how love is supposed to be and we just let it be what it was and I mean of course you know like I said it ended but I came out of that relationship realizing that labels don't matter the the this whole idea of having a twin flame it just it doesn't matter what matters is the experience that you're having with this person and it's not just it's not and it's not just about romantic relationships too like this also goes for family and friends and all kinds of things you know it's and it's like you know if you're having a positive experience with this person then that's that's great you know just allow the relationship to be what it is throw away your preconceived notions surrender to this experience you know like if you're if you're having if you are in an unconventional relationship you know, like other people may judge it, other people may have these expectations and fears and worries, but if you in your heart are thoroughly enjoying that relationship and you don't have any cause to for ending the relationship or trying to change the dynamic of the relationship, As long as it's serving you and both of you are happy in that relationship, then just let it be how it is. Don't try to force it to be something else. Don't try to change it. If it ain't broke, don't fix it. And also for negative experiences, um, you know, think about the relationship. I mean, if you go back to what I mentioned with the whole twin flame thing you know I was tolerating toxic behavior I was tolerating disrespect I was tolerating abuse because I have this I had this whole idea in my head of 
no, I have to tolerate this. I have to stay with this person because this person is my so-called twin flame. And, um, but that's, that's not a way to live. It, you shouldn't, you shouldn't stay in a harmful situation just because of whatever label you've placed on a relationship or whatever expectations you've placed on a relationship and even if it's even if it's family or friends that you've had for years you know I think it's really important to be conscious of the experience that you're having with this person and I'm not saying to immediately just cut off anyone if you're having a problem in a relationship because that's not what I'm saying at all but you should definitely you know take time to you know let go of the label and take time to reevaluate and take appropriate action you know um and taking appropriate action that could mean you know, you need to set boundaries. You and this person need to work on changing the dynamic that you guys have with each other. And sometimes that could mean letting go and, and walking away from this relationship. But at the end of the day, what experience are you having with this person? That's what matters the most. So that's my main takeaway from practicing non-attachment in your relationships and this is definitely it's really opened me up so much like I feel like in because I can't this all of these realizations happened about like a year and a half ago and um I and since then I feel like I've been I've been learning to I've been learning to heal codependency. Now, non-attachment is the only isn't the only thing that I've been doing to help me heal codependency, but this has definitely helped me a lot. And I really do think that this could be so amazing if you can learn to apply this to your life and to your relationships um just the healing power of non-attachment it's just it's so beautiful like I can't even put it into words how much non-attachment has changed me and how much it has really expanded my world um so I also I also have an exercise that I am going to teach you guys how to do that I created. Um, but before we get into that, I just want to give you guys a little bit of a refresher on what attachment is and just maybe expand a little bit more on things that I didn't touch on in the previous episode. So again, and not just within your relationships but it's about the experience that you're having in life so this this also goes for our identities you know like for example like gender i know that 
gender is kind of like a very sensitive topic to talk about these days so I'm gonna try to keep think keep it kind of simple and understandable but you know let's just say for instance you know you're a woman and you identify as a woman but maybe you don't necessarily identify with the traditional stereotypes of femininity and um you know it's like you don't have to you don't have to change yourself in order to fit into that ideal or that stereotype or that expectation of femininity or what it means to be a woman and just allow yourself to be who you are and obviously that's a lot easier said than done because of course societal expectations are really hard to break free from and and expectations in general are really hard to break free from um but just keep that in mind uh you know you don't have to force yourself in into a label or into some kind of ideal some kind of belief um just let yourself be who you are and like going back to that example I just used you know if that means maybe you don't identify as a woman then you know maybe you don't have to identify as a woman um but yeah this all again this all goes back to experience what is your experience what makes you happy what is authentic to you and we don't and and this is also in comparison to possession and i don't i i think it was nipsey hustle who i first heard this from um but he said you know we don't own people we experience them and that really resonated with me so much um and I mean it's true we don't own people we don't own anything like even I mean we can say I have a car I have a house I have a phone or um or or you could say I have a boyfriend I have a sister I have a father and all this stuff but it's like at the end of the day we don't own anything we don't even own our own bodies we're just this is just the body that we occupy while we're still alive but one day these bodies will perish everything is temporary and and I think when you come to this realization it really what's the word it really it really just allows you to be in this moment and to not have any expectations and and it's I don't even know if I'm making sense I just like whenever I think about non-attachment I just get so like 
I don't know, I, f- I feel like I, I'm like floating in my own world. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, we just, we don't own anyone. We don't own anything. We, we can only experience them. Because when we die, we don't bring any of this with us. And, you know, practice... Practice avoiding the use of labels. Practice avoiding the use of the word my, mine, things that show possession. Um, And I think that's a good way to help you practice non-attachment. And it's a reminder of who you are and what is happening to you in this moment. Um, And... Another thing that I want to touch on with non-attachment is is that you have to learn to be okay with being nothing and having nothing. You have to be okay with your life as it is now, regardless of positive or negative experiences. When you come to terms with that, when you find peace within that, when you are okay with saying, I am nothing, I have nothing, and being absolutely, completely okay with that, that is when you open yourself up to having infinite possibilities in life and that is when you can learn to enjoy life more and to have more authentic experiences and you can see what's in front of you and you can accept what's in front of you and be grateful for it and to make this to make this more understandable it's like having an open mind versus having rigid expectations like for example let's say let's say you're going to go see a new movie and you've had you've heard reviews on it and a lot of people didn't like it and you know maybe in you know because of all the things that people have to- said about this movie now you're like oh maybe maybe this movie is going to suck like maybe I shouldn't go watch it and you know, like, and, and, you know, now you're having all these ideas about something that you haven't even experienced for yourself yet. And, um, and, you know, you might, you might not, uh, go watch the movie or if you do watch the movie, like, you might have already decided in your mind that, you aren't going to like this movie and so now when you view when you go in to go see this movie you're gonna go into it being overly critical and applying these expectations these misconceptions that you had in your head on this movie whereas you know if you had an open mind you know, maybe you wouldn't even have went to go read reviews about it in the first place. Or even if you did decide to read views, you're like, okay, yeah, this is what people think about the movie, but I don't want to let this affect my opinion on it. I want to go and see the movie and I want to experience it myself and come up with my own opinion about this. 
and you know maybe you go and see the movie and you end up agreeing with everybody that it sucks or maybe you go into the movie and you end up really enjoying it and you're like oh you know I I might have missed out on this great movie just because a bunch of other people didn't like it um and and I think that's what the difference is this is what non-attachment is it's just it's just surrendering to what's there just allowing things to be what they are without trying to analyze it without trying to judge it without trying to make it into something that it's not it's just letting go it's non-attachment is loving yourself accepting yourself loving others accepting others loving your life accepting your life as it is now being grateful for just everything that you are and everything that you have at this moment and not worrying about any specific outcome it's just being here being in the now that's all it is that's what non-attachment is and it's a lifelong practice it's it's something that you have to work on every day and it's not like one day you know you wake up after months and years of practicing non-attachment and all of a sudden it's like oh yeah I'm not attached anymore and I'm like this is just how it's gonna be forever no it's a continuous practice it's a lifelong practice this is something that you have to work on every day and like you know you're not gonna be perfect I'm not perfect um and there's always going there's going to be times where like you fall into attached thinking and that's just human nature you know we're not perfect we all make mistakes but you know if this is something that you work on every day and you practice being in the moment every day and loving yourself and accepting yourself and being thankful for yourself and just just allow the universe, allow God to give you life instead of trying instead of trying to chase life. It's like when we chase things, that is all it does is it eludes us. It <laughs> it eludes us even further. I'm getting all tongue-tied. But but yeah, it's like just be here just be in the now just allow yourself to be who you are stop judging yourself stop judging other people stop judging your life stop worrying about what's going to happen tomorrow stop worrying about i don't know just there's so many things that don't matter that we cling so tightly to and there's so much freedom when we learn to let go and we all know that saying if you love something let it go and I definitely think that that's a very powerful statement because if you can learn to let go of something that you love 
that's just the ultimate freedom and and it's not just freedom for this other person or this other thing but it's also freedom for yourself it's it's knowing that you still are who you are even without this external thing you are still worthy you will still be okay no matter what the outcome is and that is why non-attachment is so important and that is why it's such a beautiful practice to incorporate into your life so now we can have a little bit of fun (laughs) at least i think it's fun but i created this non-attachment exercise and it's this is something that i like to do every now and then just to remind myself to practice non-attachment so this is kind of like a game or i don't know maybe it's not a game but it's it's an activity it's a thing that you can do um And I actually think that this exercise is best done um, with small groups, but you can still do it on your own. You don't have to, um, you don't have to do it with other people if you don't want to. But all right, here are the rules. So you have to pick three options from the categories that I am about to list and it's three it's three ways that you can describe yourself however you cannot use labels and you cannot use possessive pronouns if that is that the word the right word anyways i'll i'll explain it to you so here are the list of options so You can choose to describe yourself by your name, your age, your gender, your ethnicity, your nationality, your occupation, and you can also um, describe your familial relationships, your relationship status, or even just how you're feeling at this moment. And since you cannot say labels or use possessive pronouns um you can for example say i experienced this or i have this experience so i'll give you a couple of examples so let's say someone is a barista instead of saying i am a barista you could say i have the experience of making coffee for a living and let's say you have children um you can say i instead of saying i have children or these are my children you can say i am experiencing motherhood um you can say i'm experiencing fatherhood um or you could also say um you know there are three people who have the experience of me being their mother (laughs) and i know that's kind of strange to say but it's also but it's really like 
it's to get you you in the mindset of non-attachment um and also if you want to describe how you're feeling you can also say i'm currently experiencing happiness or i'm currently experiencing tiredness um you know instead of saying i am happy or I am tired and I think this one is especially helpful because you know for example I have been going through chronic depression since I was 16 and I've found it really helpful for me to say oh yeah I experienced depression instead of saying I am depressed because to me in my mind saying I am depressed is kind of like in my brain reaffirming depression you know and like I I am not depression this is just an experience that I am having that my soul is having all right so um continuing on with the activity now if you're doing this in groups I really want you to pay attention to your thoughts when you are listening to your partners so for example if someone is saying oh yeah I I am experiencing managing an office so when they say that your immediate thought might think oh they're an office manager but try not to try not to think in that way you know just take what they say and let it be what it is without trying to analyze or judge it like let's say you didn't even know what the term office manager was then what thought would you have in your head except that oh this person is managing an office you know um and also just have fun with it you know don't be afraid to ask questions because you know it could also lead to even more in-depth discussions and also it could become more challenging as you do this activity to um continue on this conversation without using labels and without using like possessive uh pronouns and things like that um and it's really fun i've done this before with other people and like other people have told me that they enjoyed trying this activity so I definitely recommend and yeah I think I think it's really nice um and here are some post-activity questions that you can ask yourself um if you want to reflect on it so just ask yourself you know was it hard for you um was it easy for you how did it feel um did this activity help you change your perspective on um, labels and attachment? And, you know, how can you use, how can you apply this exercise to your daily life? And how can you use this exercise to practice non-attachment? All right, so this one was another long episode. I did keep my promise that it's shorter than the previous episode, but it's still pretty long though. So thank you so much for listening. And I really hope you enjoyed it as much as I enjoyed talking about it. And 
yeah as you can see non-attachment is definitely something that i'm really passionate about and i'm really thankful that i have learned about this practice and that i'm learning to implement this into my life every day and yeah i really hope that non-attachment can nourish your life as well all right again i am your host adriana but you can call me adri and you've been listening to the back to source podcast and you can follow my blog uh, backtosource.blog my other social media is also uh, listed on my blog as well and be sure to leave a review or send me a message tell me how you felt about the episode and just any thoughts or literally anything i love talking to people um so yeah that's it for now and i will catch you in the next one bye